the beginning of the year is always new year, new you, this whole makeover you do on yourself. And actually the most important makeover is a financial makeover. And I just thought of this. I mean, admittedly, it's not such a special idea, but it blew my mind because I started thinking about, oh my gosh, if I put as much time into thinking about my finances as I do worrying about some of these other ways that I make over myself as a woman, then like weight loss, <laughs> weight loss and beauty regimen, eating, yeah. care, right? Health care, exactly. Then I would be in a much better place financially. So I'm looking forward to the 2021 financial makeover and not worrying about the other kind. Welcome to Women Take Stock. It's the new year, and so it's a perfect time to, you know, take stock of everything and make some resolutions that we may or may not keep. So join us. We are four friends all at different places in our financial and personal lives looking to pull back the curtain on the seemingly mysterious, often testosterone-driven world of stock investing. And if four women without business degrees can figure out the market as a side hustle, so can you. Join us as we learn the basics, buy, sell, scratch our heads, hold our breath, commiserate, and celebrate, hopefully more of the latter. We aren't experts, so please note that this podcast is for general information purposes only. Yeah, anything resembling financial advice is purely coincidental. That said, we are hoping to make a little or a lot of money doing this. And if money is power, we want some of that too. Hey, everybody. It's New Year's Day 2021. We are done with that no good, horrible, miserable, horrible. I don't even know. There are no words to describe how bad 2020 was. So here's a nice opportunity to start fresh. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New New Year. And so what are your big plans? Did anyone make any predictions? Not predictions. I'm sorry. Resolutions. I did. They're not financially related. Well, actually, they kind of are financially related when you think about my resolution is to move into a bigger either house or apartment so I can have a second room as a guest room slash office and to get a dog. And all of that requires me making more money. And so hopefully my investment strategy will be a little smarter. Oh my God. That's so cool. Although when you first started to say to get a second room, I thought you were like, so I could put my Bloomberg terminal (laughs) up and like have my whole wall of, you know, financial data monitors or something. Exactly. So I have room for my four monitors. Right. But the dog is much better. I've got very specific ones and they are all financial. I've forgotten about all those lose weight, be a better person. Because after 51 years, I've realized that those never come true. (laughs) Exactly. New year, new you. So mine are very concrete. They're about setting up a couple of accounts for my daughter that I've needed to do, but life has gotten in the way. And in addition to focusing a bit more on what we do here on Women Take Stock and my portfolio, I'm looking at all my retirement accounts, what I'm invested in there. Wait, 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 wait. all my retirement accounts. I like that. (laughs) By yeah, how many do you have? <laughs> oh, that's good. I've got a fair number. A right. fair number. Yeah. JJ, that's a really good goal because I actually need to do the same thing. I don't know how much I have in the one that I do have. Isn't that sad and embarrassing? I guess I've just admitted it to everybody, but I'm going to piggyback on that goal of yours. Yeah. This year's going to be different. <laughs> this year's going to be completely different. You're going to be a different person. 
(laughs) And actually, the most important makeover is a financial makeover. And I just thought of this. I mean, admittedly, it's not such a special idea, but it blew my mind because I started thinking about, oh my gosh, if I put as much time into thinking about my finances every week or even every day as I do worrying about some of these other ways that I make over myself as a woman, then like weight loss, <laughs> weight loss and beauty Healthy regimen, eating, yeah. care. Right. Health care. Exactly. Then I would be in a much better place financially. So I'm looking forward to the 2021 financial makeover and not worrying about the other kind. I love that. And, or at least, you know, you can still like, I mean, for me, it's like, I still want to lose 10 pounds, but that is going to be like relegated because the financial makeover part to me is so critical because everything flows from that. Exactly. That's so true. It covers everything. You know, I I looked at my, um, I got my little Robin hood report for end of the year, which I was hoping would be a little more robust than it ended up being, but it did tell me that every single day this year, since I opened my Robin hood account, I checked in to Robin hood. And that really kind of inspired me because I thought, wow, all the other things in my entire life that I've thought about, obsessed about every single day for months Mm -hmm. and months Mm -hmm. have not paid off. No pun intended. Uh, Literally (laughs) uh, like this has. And I felt really inspired that, wow, I really, you know, put my nose to the grindstone. I really dedicated time and it made a difference for me. So I was yeah. excited about that. I know. I feel like there's like, you could definitely do that. You can apply that kind of monitoring and focus to certain area, all areas of your life. But why do we not do that with our finances? Yeah. And the payoff is real. It's like, you know, when you're in a exercise program or weight loss and this whole idea of monitor yourself, keep your calorie count, keep your exercise log. And mm-hmm. the payoff for that is just like mental and emotional. Yeah. yeah. Well, also though, you know, transferring over that kind of mindset, basically they say, you know, if you fall off a diet, just get back on. It's more important to exercise a little bit every day rather than killing yourself two mm-hmm. or three times a week mm-hmm. if you want to see results. Mm-hmm. And That's definitely something I feel like by looking at my financial picture over and over every day, I'm accumulating a kind of experience and knowledge as a way to look at it. So it's not that old fashioned, oh, I've got to go look Mm -hmm. at my finances and it will be dull and complex and a little confusing and it will kind of make me depressed and feel a bit bad that I haven't been doing more. So I'll just, I'll do it and then I'll forget about it until I have to do it again. Yeah, But it's, it's also, there's a remove, like if you're counting calories and keeping tabs on that, you're like, oh man, I just ate an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's and you see that and you feel terrible. If you see one of your stocks go down, it's not a great feeling, but it doesn't feel like this is my fault. You know, there's a little bit of a remove. That's true. And when you give the bigger picture, and I guess it's a little bit the same with weight loss, if we're going to continue this weight loss analogy, like they tell you you're, you fluctuate a few pounds over the month. That's normal. Like, you know, now that there are certain, depending on the stock or the day or whatever, that things are going to fluctuate and that you don't immediately react, you know, or like it goes down, you're like, ah, but you're like, you know what, based on the last month or year of this stock performing, I know it's probably going to go back up again. Mm -hmm. What's interesting too, talking again, the diet analogy is how 
our society makes us feel all the headlines. And I, I'm guilty of this because I worked in women's magazines, which is like, you know, lose weight and be your best self. And why are they we not telling women? Be your best self if you weigh less. That's right. Really but perverted. If, if there's less of you, you're better. Oh my gosh. That's so, it is. That's basically the message that you're being sent. But why is society not telling women to get a hold of their finances? Can you imagine if the headlines were all sort of like, learn, learn what a stop limit is or the the best limits? But can you imagine seeing a Cosmo or something like that, where the entire front of it was just sort of exactly like that. The best stocks to fantasize about. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Orgasm from Nvidia, like you can. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your partner which stocks you like the best. (laughs) That's funny. There are women who are in investment and financial sectors, but for the average woman, I don't mean average like you're average. Like for the She's for the everyday and 135 pounds. <laughs> but like for the everyday woman like us, the fact that it, that it's not natural to just do this in the same way that it's natural to do other things is unfortunate. And we're changing that with nice. our podcast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're trying to like I feel like I'm changing my story about myself. I'm changing the, my narrative about myself. And part of that, it's a little bit uncomfortable. It's growing pains, but you feel very vulnerable, right? Like it's, yeah. I have to say it's to me, it feels not so much the investing part of it, but the podcasting part of it. It's a little bit like when I've published books that you're putting this piece of yourself out into the world and you're just sort of opening mm-hmm. yourself up for any number of people to say any number of awful things about it. Yeah, and then also really wonderful things about it. But of course, being humans, we hear the awful things. Mm-hmm. So as we open up to our families and friends about not just the podcast, but about, you know, the investing, the crypto, all of it to know that there's going to be some really negative feedback, but there's also going to be, and there has been some really positive feedback and let's try to help each other hear that and not hear the naysayers as much. Yeah. Yeah. And some of that is, some of that is really based on fear, right? Right. Ooh, you could really lose a lot of money. Ooh, are you being careful? So that's Mm -hmm. understandable. It's well-intended for sure. It's well-intended. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say that my mother, she's listened to the podcast. So, Oh, and she did say, I, she thinks it's completely marvelous. Oh, <laughs> that's adorable. That on Can she put the review on, on like on the Apple podcast? Like, I will urge her to. It's the mother of one of the hosts. I think this is marvelous. That's really nice. I want to go back to what you said, though. I think you're absolutely right. The whole idea of it being outside of our comfort zone to be women involved in finance and understanding the financial arena and investing and kind of taking ownership of that. And it's not like, oh, I have this little portfolio thing that I play around with. It's yeah. it's a significant mm-hmm. piece of our lives and it's, yeah. it's impactful and it can really make a difference for us and our children. And I think yeah. it's really important to take ownership. In the yeah. Right. And I think it has these downstream effects of, you know, it's not just about the, what we're doing on the show with our little investment portfolios our little investment portfolio. Well, my, I'm going to say my little (laughs) investment portfolio, but it's about how that now widens my scope of how I feel about money and finances in general. And like JJ, you were saying, you're going to now take a look and 
your one of your resolutions is to get a hold of all your retirement investment accounts. I've started thinking of, I'm checking my bank account more often. I'm kind Mm -hmm. of like, it just has this sort of bigger effect on everything, which is how we should be living anyways. Can I just, can I just jump in there? And I think an important part of that is that feeling of positivity about it rather than a lot of the way we women, we talk about money or going back to women's magazines. It's like, are you spending too much? Are you blowing too much of your money on frivolous things? Yeah, you know, right. That every time you look at your bank account, it's like a bad feeling. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's all about punishment. Yeah, about, you're like, right. You don't deserve that Starbucks Frappuccino. You need to cut those out. What do you think you're doing spending that kind of money on yourself? You know, right, but you're right. You it is. The emotions we associate with our monitoring our finances, you're right there. Every once in a while, when a big check gets deposited or whatever, there's like that momentary, like, Ooh, I'm rich. And then, but you know that, well, not really, because by the end of the month, that's going to be down. But whereas now you can have more empowerment surrounding that. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I see that's what my balance is now, but I know that I'm doing these other things to maintain that and even grow it. And I have to say, I think that whether, you know, for us, it's because we're doing the podcast is sort of a side effect of our investment support network, I guess. But whether it's the podcast or just the fact that we're forcing ourselves to check in with each other constantly about it, it's, it's making it more of my, more part of my identity than I think it would otherwise. If it was just me with my little Robin hood account kind of playing, I think I would have lost interest pretty quickly. I mean, I'm someone who I need to interact with people about things. And so Mm -hmm. having people to hear what you guys are doing, get inspired by it, bounce ideas off of it. Like, I don't think I would be able to be this deep into it on my own. So thank you. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's funny because my aunt was like, well, what else is in your portfolio? And I'm and how did you decide to buy those? I was like, well, my friends were buying it. So I bought it too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 uh, peer pressure. <laughs> exactly. Peer pressure. Not in, but not even not peer pressure, oh, but like cool I trust, that. but I trust you guys in a way. And I know that kind of, you have my best interest at heart and I'm not going to, if something goes down, I'm not going to blame you either. Can I just comment on Jen, what you were just saying about doing it as a group and finding that really buoys it. And it did feel, even with this podcast, how you sent around a note saying, does everybody feel like meeting? It's like, yes, I've been thinking about <laughs> what's happening and what 2021 is going to mean. And as I evaluate everything, whenever we get an email from you, Jen, <laughs> it uh, saying, oh, let's schedule when do y'all want to talk it's a bit like your friend going hey when i come to the clubhouse yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on our See, for me it's up. more like if i if i put it out there then that means i need to do a little bit of homework too like i mm-hmm. i don't want to arrive stupid or <laughs> <laughs> okay, i want to have something to offer and it's like anything it's like you know as a journalist having a deadline is the only thing that really keeps me going and so knowing oh we're gonna talk in two days i i need to somehow educate myself about something so here's the thing just let's have a little fun one year from now new year's day 2022 where do we want to be with this specifically i mean obviously we all want to be fabulously wealthy and have a hugely successful podcast whatever but like really like where do you want to be in a year and if you can't answer that, I can't either, actually. Like, let's think I mean, about I, I mean, that. Last year, I know I, what I thought when it was 2020, I had all these hopes and thought, you know, just all of these 
things that, I don't know. I, well, I love your I, question, but I think it's hard to answer something like that. I would like, I'm going to try and answer it and just say that I would like to develop my investment strategy. I want to at least have a clear idea of what, which stocks are going to be long-term holds, which stocks I'm hoping I can make some short-term gains on, and then how much of my money I'm actually investing in just kind of more index fund. Would it be awesome if a year from now, we really have a really solid handle on what we're talking about. I mean, Dana already is light years ahead of the three of us, but if we're all in a place where, where we can then go back to our first show and have a good chuckle about yeah. <laughs> how we yeah. do what we were, Looking that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But I would like to just have a little bit more of a handle on like the research I do is very, maybe surface scattershot and surface. Yeah. Like I'll look at the performance of a company over the last several years, but I don't know enough to dig deeper. I will see about getting us someone who can talk a little bit more about stock study guides for me, JJ, my, my goals, I too have some debt. I haven't talked that much about that here, but I want to be debt-free. I want to have a healthier bigger portfolio that is providing reliable returns. Mm-hmm. I guess everybody wants that. But um, <laughs> what? Jen. I know. It's crazy. I want my thoughts want to, to go really down. down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for it to be kind of just bigger bigger and more robust. I think it is a little bit a little bit of this, a little bit of that mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. For my overall financial picture to be more a picture rather than a little bit of this. A yeah. Bit of that. A row shark test. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Uh, right. And I'm looking forward to with women take stock of us having, I don't know, you know, maybe our books out, uh, <laughs> our, merch, merch, t-shirts, <laughs> our merch, oh, is like God, going totally that merch. whatever <laughs> our, our podcast has been optioned for a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the new, it's the new version of Sex in the City. Slash right. <laughs> Impractical Jokers. <laughs> exactly. What genre would they put us in? Comedy. They're hilarious. <laughs> or tragedy. I don't know. Or tragedy. <laughs> right. The reality TV comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Reality TV. <laughs> All right, guys. I do have to go. Wait, no. What's your goal? Oh, yeah, you can ask the question. I mean, I think I would like us to be in a place where a year from now we can have a really good chuckle at where we were a year before and say we're we're in a place where we feel confident about what we're talking about, that we understood we feel confident in our portfolios, that we I mean, obviously that we've all made some money. That would be really nice. I think it would be really nice if we've inspired some other people to do the same. That would feel really good. And uh yeah, I hope not to feel quite as tired this day next year because I'm really tired right now. I know, me too. I need another cup of coffee. It's sort of inevitable for New Year's Day. I don't know. It's so All sad right. though because I had like two glasses of wine and this is where I'm at. I know, we're getting yeah. My goal is to increase my tolerance in 2021 <laughs> so that I can have four <laughs> glasses of wine to feel this way and not two. Great. That's a great goal. <laughs> I think you can do it. Go I think so. It. Go to a Will high. y'all keep me accountable? Yeah. <laughs> How about every time a stop goes up, you drink? <laughs> yeah, the drinking game. <laughs> Robin Hood. Round Robin Hood. Oh, my God. Round was... Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. 
Right, let's not Happy do that. New Year. Happy, <laughs> Happy New, New Year. Year. Bye. Bye. Love Bye. everybody. Bye. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and our website at Women Take Stock. The website is womentakestock.com. Take stock.com. Take stock.